osteoarthritis affects 10% of the population. Um, it's the sort of thing that I know affects people later in life, generally speaking, or develops over time. But Dr. Brian Betty, um, who's a GP and medical director of the College of GPs, is with us this morning to tell us a bit more. Kia ora, Brian. Uh, kia ora, Jack. So what actually is osteoarthritis? Well, look, I think the easiest way to think about it, it's wear and tear on joints over time. So um, if we think about joints, uh, where bones meet, they've got cushions over the end of the bones we call cartilage, and they've got some fluid in there that sort of oils the joint so it can, so it can move. Now, over time, what tends to happen is, as we get older, the cartilage can start to wear out, and it gets a bit frayed, it gets a bit thin, and it gets a bit soft. And, the, and as a result of that, it starts to cause problems in the joint. Think of a shoe where the sole starts to go and it starts to cause pain in your feet. So it's, it's basically wearing out of the joints. The, the biggest risk factor is obviously age as you get older. Mm. Um, women tend to get it more than men. If you're carrying some extra weight, it tends to put extra pressure on the joints, which can lead to this problem. And actually, interestingly enough, injury can do it. So we see rugby players who've done their knees a few times over time, and as they get older, they start to get damage in the joints, and it, it, it wears out quicker, and they start to get osteoarthritis. So, look, big, big problem. As said, 10% of the population, we see it all the time, and it's quite debilitating when it gets severe. And what are the signs? Yeah, so often what people describe, obviously if you think about it, if the cartilage wears out, these cushions wear out, the bone starts to rub against each other, you start to get pain. So that's the biggest thing that people start to complain of. Mm. The joints can become stiff, they get swollen, and you can get these cracking sounds over time. The biggest joints we see that are affected by it tend to be the spine, the hands, the hip and the knees, and those are the commonest ones we start to see. So look, if you're starting to get pain in your back and your knee and your hip and your, and it's going on, it's getting a bit stiff and sore, go and see your doctor, have a chat. We do an examination, we take a history, and we'll often get an X-ray done. And right. it's the X-ray that diagnoses the osteoarthritis. And how do you treat it? Well, look, I mean, it's a progressive disease. It's wear and tear. There's no specific cure. However, you can do things to help it. And probably the biggest single thing is to exercise, to stay exercising, keep the joint moving. Mm. Now, that exercise can be anything. So it can be walking. Tai Chi is actually really, really good for arthritis, interestingly enough. So that's a great exercise. The, the other one is swimming. So swimming is great because you can move the joint around without putting weight on the joint. So it, so it tends to be a great exercise to do. Um, we often use painkillers like paracetamol, maybe codeine, um, these things we call anti-inflammatories like neurofin and brufin, and they can actually help. And occasionally we put an injection into the joint, and we call that a steroid injection. So you, you get some steroid, you can inject it into the shoulder or the knee, mm. and that will often alleviate pain for up to six months. So, so that's often a, a good treatment for this. Uh, yeah. What about surgery? Yeah, so look, if it gets really severe, um, we send you to an orthopaedic surgeon. Um, so often the, the, the common ones are hip and knee, and we call those total knee or total hip replacements. So where we get to a point where the, where the arthritis is really stopping life, it's getting interfering with functioning, um, older people can actually, the, the leg can't take the weight anymore, and they may be at risk of falls. We send you to an orthopaedic surgeon, and they look at it, and they can decide 
to a hope total hip replacement. And, and essentially what that is, and, and orthopedic surgeons are essentially carpenters mm. and they wouldn't mind me saying it, they actually actually cleave off the joint, take it out, and they put in a, a metal replacement joint. And if you think about it, then all those problems with wear and tear disappear. Yeah. The joint starts to move again. You don't get pain, and you get your movement back. And it's it's actually really, really great to see it happen. They last for about 15 to 20 years. You don't want to do them too early. You don't want to do them too late. You've got to get it just right. But big, big benefit the patient if, if, if that's required. Brian, before we let you go, how are you feeling about the state of um, Delta at the moment and vaccinations and everything, and, and obviously with cases in Waikato and Northern now? Look, I'm really concerned about it. I think we're on a bit of a knife edge here, Jack. Um, yeah, what we've seen up north in terms of Delta, we're not on top of it. There's obviously spread going on. I think we've just got to try and limit it as much as possible to get the vaccination rates up. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, the only protection we're going to have is vaccination um, to, to, to stop this. We are on a life edge in the country. I'd, I, I'd just look, say to everyone who hasn't been vaccinated yet, go out and get vaccinated. But if, vaccinate, if, if COVID does spread outside of Auckland, Northland at the moment or starts to take off, anyone who's not vaccinated is going to be at risk. And I'm really, really concerned about it at the moment.